0: James 4, 13 through 17. Look here. You who say today or tomorrow we are going to a certain town and we'll stay there a year. We will do business there and make a profit. How do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? Your life is like the morning fog. It is here a little while, then it's gone. What you ought to say is if the Lord wants us to, we will live and do this or that. Otherwise, you are boasting about your own plans, and all such boasting is evil. Remember, it is sin to know what you ought to do and then not do it. The Word of God for the people of God. God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts, all of our souls and all of our minds, may they be truly and utterly faithful to your word, O Lord, our God, our rock and our redeemer. And we just invite your Holy Spirit into this time and to this place so that we make it your time, Lord, and that all that we do would glorify your son, Jesus. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, uh, I have a lot of favorite sayings. Uh, You probably can name some of them because you hear them over and over in sermons. Um, Some of them from movies, some of them from TV shows. Uh, You probably have your own favorite sayings from TV shows or movies or something that your parents said when you were growing up that you like to say as well but my all-time favorite my all-time favorite saying is Lord willing and the creek don't rise that that's my all-time favorite uh, saying to 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 be able to say and and I don't know if it's true or not but I think maybe it got a little bit from this scripture verse here that that's where this kinda saying came in and obviously they lived in Louisiana and creeks were going to get up and wash everything away and, and that sort of thing. So Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. And, and, and so uh, James, the brother of Jesus, was the leader of the church in Jerusalem uh, after Pentecost. Uh, and, and he's writing his letter. And this might be something that you want to take home today and read the whole book. You could read this whole book this afternoon in about 15 minutes. Five chapters, very short. Uh, and, and uh, he's reminding us of something that we all need to be reminded of, and especially uh, at, at this point. And, uh, he, he's reminding us that time is sacred. Time is sacred. Uh, I, I was listening to a rabbi at an interfaith breakfast uh, and, and he said that he felt like the purpose of the Jewish faith and all of the festivals and all of the laws and all of the regulations, um, all of that was there so that it would make life sacred. And it would remind us of what is really sacred um, and what's most important. Uh, And and so, uh, you know, the the rules and regulations uh, make life better and more sacred and it reminds us of that Uh, you you know we take a sabbath day to remind us that life is sacred and it reminds us that those other six days are also sacred uh... we give ten percent of our income to the church to remind us that it's not ours it's not our stuff It's God's, all of it, and God allows us to live off that 90%, and that 90% becomes more sacred. Because if you give some away, what you have left is even more sacred than what you gave back to God. Uh, The the Ten Commandments reminds us that our time with God is sacred, and our, our neighbor is sacred, All those rules and regulations about how we treat and love one another reminds us that the other person is a child of God and is sacred. No matter who they are, where they're from, uh, no matter uh, where they come from, they are a child of God and are sacred. James reminds us that we are different because of our faith. When when we are baptized, we are reminded that our lives are now sacred and we have a faith in God and that faith in God makes us different from the world and we are to treat others differently. Uh, James is a book about faith and action it's about about faith and how to live it's a book about faith and how to love not only love God but to love our neighbor and and, uh, he over and over again he reminds us that time God's time is our time is really not our time it's God's time and so how do we live out that time Well, first of all, we've got to humble ourselves there in verse 7. It says, so humble yourselves before God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. We've got to repent of our selfishness. We've got to repent thinking this is my time, my life, my way. When we give our life to God through the waters of baptism, it is no longer my life, my way. It is God's life. In God's way and because Jesus Christ died on a cross for all of our sins those sins are forgiven and when we repent of those sins those sins are forgiven and our life becomes sacred and we are to treat other people's lives as sacred and the good news is that God gives us even more grace To stand against our evil desires. God is so gracious and loving and merciful that when we waste our time and we waste our lives, God still is there. No matter what we do, what we say, how we live, or what we do. Sioni mentioned uh, earlier about, you know, 10 years ago, you didn't know if you would be here today. We don't know if we will be here tomorrow. Our lives, it says, are like the morning fog. Or in Louisiana, maybe the morning humidity. Maybe hopefully in the afternoon it'll be gone. But we don't know how long our lives are going to be. But we are stewards... Stewards of every aspect of our lives. And we should live out that life as someone who has been loved by the loving God. And we are to love others the way that God loves us. How different, how different would the world be if we reminded ourselves all the time... That my time's not my own. That today might be all that I have to love the other. To love my spouse. To love my children, my grandchildren. What if we were reminded, what if we are reminded that what's really, truly important in life is loving God and loving neighbor? It's not about what we can earn and and it's not about getting as much as we can. It's not about stepping on the low person so that we can make more money than what they have. It's not about treating our neighbor poorly because if we do, then we can have more. Uh, It's about life is sacred. I saw this quote uh, the other day and I thought it kind of fit this sermon. God kind of puts these Uh, into our lives. What if we redefine success? What if success is less stuff and more time? What if we were willing to sacrifice a dollar for the sake of our family being together? What if we said no to the American standard and just slowed down, lived present where our feet are? See, this, this is success, folks. It's about being loving, caring for one another. It's not about the almighty dollar. It's not about how much we can get. It's not about what he says here in the scripture verse. Uh, it talks about stepping on the workers so that we can have big, huge Mansons in a Porsche 911 with a quadraphonic pop. Do y'all know what movie that's from yet? Maybe one day you'll know. Thank you back there. <laughs> you need a breaking ball. That's not really what's important. Life is sacred. And James, the brother of Jesus, reminds us that life is fleeting. Uh, Jesus tells a parable about building these big, huge barns. Right? Right? We got all this stuff. It's George Carlin. We we need a place to put our stuff. I mean, we've got warehouses out there that we've got to build because we've got too much stuff to fit in our house. So then we get a bigger house. And then we got a bigger house and we don't have room there. So what do we do? We put more stuff into storage. And and Jesus tells us the parable, you're a silly man. Your life is going to be taken from you tomorrow. Who's going to enjoy all this stuff? All this stuff that, guess what, when you die, guess what happens to it? It turns to dirt and fades away. All we're fighting over, all this stuff, all the things, it's all going to be dirt. James reminds us what's really important in life, and that's loving God and each other. What if what if every part of our being we made sacred? Everything. How we loved each other. How we supported one another. If we used everything that we had to glorify Jesus. If if everything the what was most important was the time with our family and teaching them about how good God is, and, and loving them and caring for them, and forgiving them, because they wanted Aunt Edna's teapot that I wanted, that guess what? It's going to be dirt. Stuff isn't what is important. What's important and what is successful is the sacredness of our relationship with God and our sacredness with our relationship with each other. Yes, our time is fleeting. It's like the grass, it withers and fades away. But while we're here, we can make life sacred and wholesome And whole for one another. And I believe that that's what the waters of baptism mean. Is that when we have faith in God, our lives are different. And we're to act different. We're to act different at the gas station lines. We're to act different at the Walmarts. Are the targets. I don't know which one you go to. We're we're to treat people differently in our cars, in our workplaces. And we're to be reminded that what is sacred is the other. James says, faith without works is dead. Our faith without loving others is dead. Will you use your time for God? Will you use the time you've given to love God and love neighbor? Will you use your time to be sacred time? Not just for one hour on Sunday morning, or maybe two if you go to Sunday school, but every moment, every second of every single day, be sacred unto God because that that is who we are called to be as children of God is to love God and to love the other And the good news is when we don't and when we waste our time and when we hurt the other, when we step on the other, when we make all those mistakes, when we start making it about ourselves, the good news is we have a God full of grace, a God full of mercy, a God that will never give up on us, even when we've given up on God. Make your life sacred and holy unto the Lord. Let us pray. God, we love you. We thank you for loving us even when we're selfish, foolish, and we think it's all about us. Remind us that we are members of your kingdom, not our own, not America, but your kingdom. And we want your kingdom to come here on earth as it is in heaven. And God, when we are wasteful with what you've given us, whether it's our time, our talents, our gifts, our service, our witness, our prayers, whatever it is, God, thank you for forgiving us, but empower us through your Holy Spirit to start making every area of our life sacred. Take away those temptations Take away those things that keep us from being fully present with each other without fully loving each other. May we make our time holy. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.